0: Hey there, guten Morgen. It is 4.20 in the morning and I'm gonna play some something to scare off the bad cats. It just took millions of dollars from Trump's bank account Wi
1: Fi speeds from your home internet anywhere in your house in under six seconds. This extra button on the back of your Wi Fi router isn't what you think it is. By
2: pressing it for five seconds, it resets the.
3: So, one of the most
4: common complaints, totally without any backing, of course, but one of the most common complaints from old Donnie and his legal team and all of his supporters. Is that the federal justice system is rigged against them. Whether we're talking about the judges or the DOJ, the prosecutors, everything is unfair Who to Trump in that and it's that's rigged why against criminals losing all of these cases and his allies keep losing all of these cases. When in reality, what we've learned, of course, over years, but even in the last day or so, is that the system, if anything, has bent itself backwards to be unfairly In the camp of Trump, in an effort to appear unbiased, they bent over backwards to give Trump an unfair benefit of the doubt. And that's led to some issues. So I want to talk a bit about that today. His team freaking out. Also some more revelations from last night. But get into the meat of the story, which is that Donald Trump just took a massive defeat. Because despite all of his whining, despite all of his complaining, despite the fact that the system has so often unfairly benefited Trump, not targeted him, benefited him. He just took a massive defeat in federal court that's cost him millions upon millions of dollars. It's not even connected to any of the other stories we've been talking about, like Letitia James. It is wholly different. No one's talking about it, but Donald Trump just lost a whole whack of money, and he is furious.
5: Let's start with his lawyers freaking out.
1: Sarkis, this reminds me of Pennsylvania, in
3: 2020,
5: ma'am. Oh, uh, yeah, no, you're exactly right. I was just thinking that. I was listening to your guest, uh, Shelby Bush. They've been doing a great job out in Arizona. Her work continues. You know, the book covers the early days immediately following the 2020 election uh, through the 2021 election, and then her work has continued on. And they're seeing the same trend. Only it's getting worse. It's getting more obvious. I mean, Carrie Lake's race is. In my opinion, it is proof that the election was stolen to the point that your poll shows that 91 percent of the people believe Arizona was stolen. We didn't have that kind of support and belief right after 2020 because the media had done this blitz media campaign trying to convince everybody that this was the most secure election ever. So I think Carrie Lake's race really solidified for people who may have questioned or, or doubted. Uh, now they go, oh, yeah, okay, we have a problem with our elections now.
1: Why have they not let us, why, why were we not able to get signature verification into this into this lawsuit? I mean, maybe now, and I'll ask you this after the break. By the way, we've got Tiffany Justice on deck uh, from Moms for Liberty. Um, why has it been so difficult getting the signature verification into this case in Arizona and into these other cases, ma'am?
5: Because it's a legitimate issue, and we have a chronically impotent judicial system. I mean, Republican judges, not just Republican judges, the Republican Party for the last 40 years has become the party of cowards, and the judges that cowards appoint are also cowards and don't want to take up real issues that crazy leftists don't like. And the signature verification issue is a very real problem that they don't want to have to deal with, in my opinion. I mean, that's what we're seeing. Judges are scared.
4: So you could see the stage being set. Like they're talking about late here, but it's really about all the broad challenges Trump has brought. Either offensive challenges to try and overturn results or defensive results in court. And Bannon is asking, you know, why do we keep losing in court? And, of course, the correct answer is we're losing because we don't have the facts on our side. Whether it was Bannon's personal cases or the cases brought by Trump cronies or Trump himself, Trump's legal team, they lose because the cases are bad. Like, they, they've lost all, all of them almost, except for... The Cannon case, they lost literally 60, 70 cases on the Trump side alone because the cases are bad. But their argument is, oh, the judges, Democrat judges, Democratic prosecutors, even Republicans, they're all corrupt and cowards and afraid of angering the radical left. And what we just learned last night, we have to come back to this, we talked a bit about this, is that the system protected Trump at all costs. We remember we heard the story how during the, the Durham investigation, they actually dug up dirt on Trump And despite that, they really buried it. They had the opportunity to actually bring a real case against Trump with real evidence. But the Trump-led DOJ, the system that Trump called corrupt against him, weaponized corruption to protect him.
6: I am so pleased to be joined by former FBI general counsel and senior member of Robert Mueller's special counsel team that investigated the Russian interference in the 2016 election, the great Andrew Weissman. Thanks for being here tonight. So great to be here. I I had to. I mean, just pick my jaw up off the floor after reading this piece. What was your initial reaction to this? Well,
3: first I reacted to it in terms of the journalism. This is the A-plus team at the New York Times. It is, if people have not read it, they really need to. It's beautifully sourced and beautifully written. Um, And you know if it's this team, it's they will have kicked all of the tires. So it was my first reaction. Um, I wasn't surprised to read about Barr. Um, I, in part, lived through his actions, um, and, and we were the victims of, of his actions. So that didn't surprise me. It was To me, it was more of the same on that. I was surprised by the various revelations, the, the fact that there were not one but three prosecutors who resigned, the reasons for their resignations, which you surmised mm-hmm. but did not know. And then, as you pointed out, the Italy piece was beyond shocking, um, and that this sort of leaving it out there that this was really wrongdoing that was being investigated related to the FBI when it was actually Donald Trump and then to give it to Durham with no sort of public disclosure about this is just a sign of, um, you know, with a House Republicans call weaponization of the (laughs) Department (laughs) of Justice. I mean, are they going to look at this? I mean, this entire article is exhibit A to how the Department of Justice was run by Bill Barr and Donald Trump. And they saw no separation between the political sphere and the Department of Justice. Whatever you can say about Merrick Garland, that is not his fault. Yeah. I mean, he is independent. So this is a really good example of exactly what can go wrong when the Department of Justice is weaponized, um, which is something that happened in the prior administration. There's no evidence that's happening now.
6: Uh, to go back to what you're talking about, for, for those who don't recall, but there was a moment when it became clear that there was a criminal investigation happening in the context of this Durham probe. As we find out today in The New York Times, the criminal investigation wasn't into the intelligence community or agents, it was into Donald Trump. And yet when the news broke about the criminal aspect of all this, most people thought that meant that there had been wrongdoing at one of the agencies. And Bill Barr chose to not clear that up. Well, absolutely, because um,
3: we all knew what the purview was for John Durham. So that if John Durham was looking at it, you knew it had to be within that Scope and he did nothing to correct that. And do, do you really sitting here think that John Durham and Bill Barr did a thorough assessment of that? It's not like they looked for it. This was the Italian government, according to the reporting, that gave them this tip. And it was apparently so convincing that they couldn't ignore it. But does anyone really think that this was investigated thoroughly? I mean, when I was at the Mueller investigation, we would have loved to have that information. You're like, I know some
6: investigators who would have used that. Exactly. Are we ever going to find I mean, first of all, this this the Durham probe is not over yet. I mean, are we ever going to find out what that criminal investigation was? Is there someone else at the DOJ could, who could take it over? I mean, given the fact that these guys were so reluctant to do anything that was damaging to Trump, the fact that they felt it was necessary to investigate this suggests that it's something fairly significant in the way of criminal
3: wrongdoing. Yeah, so it doesn't fit within any of this, that we, you know, the multiple special counsels that we currently have. Um, you know, stay tuned. There you know, could be more. But right now, it doesn't fit within the purview of what Jack Smith has or Rob Herr. Um But you could imagine that with this reporting that Merrick Garland or Lisa Monaco are going to be really curious.
4: So you can see that, right? It, it is shocking, right? We remember, we talked about this last night. They went to Italy and they they said, hey, you got any dirt on on our our, our political enemies, on Democrats or whatever, that are trying to tar and feather us with Russia? And uh, Italy, of course, was like, no, because that's BS. But actually, the one real thing we do have, the one real tip we do have, Italian police, Italian officials, was like, hey, we got some stuff on potential Trump financial crimes. And they were like, okay, we'll look into it. And then ultimately, they did nothing. And not only did they do nothing, which maybe is fair... If the investigation didn't lead anywhere substantive, but in actuality, what happened is not only did they do nothing, they left it with the guy that, didn't, that, that wasn't responsible for it, shouldn't have been responsible for it, and they never said anything about it. They never came out and said, the president is under investigation. They never said, we have suspicions that the president did something wrong. Ultimately, the suspicions led nowhere, but we launched an investigation into him, which they should do. This is all signs that the system has bent over backwards for Trump, which leads us into why it matters today. We have to remember this. Donald Trump and his team want you to believe, and they've said this so much, it's another big lie, that their supporters have no choice but to believe it, because, because it's all they hear on the right-wing media you know, echo chamber, is that the system is rigged against Trump. But what I've just established is that the system is over-fair to Trump. Every step of the way, this man belongs behind bars, he should have been locked up years ago, and the system has protected him. And so when he actually takes a loss, they flip out into overdrive, but it's based 100% on fact. And Donald Trump just lost a massive case today, yet again losing his legal immunity argument. And this decision, even if he ultimately doesn't lose the cases coming forward as a result of it, will rip millions upon millions of dollars from Donald Trump's bank account. This judge's move has just taken millions from Trump, and he hasn't even felt the full consequences yet. It says here, Donald Trump's attempt to get a civil suit filed by Capitol police officers who were brutalized by insurrectionists on J6 and to be dismissed as failed and will proceed. According to a report from Bloomberg, District Judge Amit Mehta, another federal judge from the system that is actually overfair to Trump, but actually did it right here, poured cold water on the former president's bit to get out from under the lawsuit by claiming presidential immunity. The report states, the argument raised by Trump and other defendants were in large part duplicative of those the court already considered and addressed in a previous civil suit against the former president, Mehmetta uh, wrote. In that case, he ruled that Trump's speech at a rally preceding the riot went beyond protection afforded by the First Amendment and those shielding presidents from civil liability, liability while in office. A large part of the case hinges on the former president's exhortation to his followers to fight like hell, which is believed to have encouraged the violence that forced lawmakers to flee for their lives following a stop the steal rally. With Bloomberg adding, during the attack, 140 police officers were assaulted and rioters caused more than $2 million in property damage. The case brought by the Capitol Police officer stands apart because of the long list of 20 defendants, Mehta wrote. So this is a big case. And again, all that happened right now so far is that Mehta said the case can go forward. In addition to him doing this in previous cases, where people have sued Donald Trump And he's tried to argue two things. One, he's protected under the First Amendment, so the case should be dismissed. And also, he's protected because at the time of the speech, he was president and therefore has immunity. And Meta in both that case and the one today has said, no, that's not true. You have more than enough evidence to go to trial against Trump. And the thing is, guys, if he loses, this could wrest hundreds of millions from him. When you add up all the medical bills and all the damages and the fact that these 20 officers might not be all the officers, and there's an unlimited amount of people that might sue him for what he did on that day, the damages caused on that day in civil court. But even if he wins, he's just lost millions. To fight these cases, the years of legal battle, the high-profile battles, all of it's going to cost so much. So Meta, in doing his job here, just wrested millions from Trump's bank account in legal fees alone. Trump can complain about the justice system, but as we know, it's over fair to him. But even that can't stop such a brilliant case going forward to take this SOB's money.
0: That's it. Hmm.
7: Okay.
0: Here comes Tony Michaels podcast Oh, yeah. Bill Barr and Trump are the deep state swamp. The Tony Michaels podcast. So thanks for listening. Thanks for a billion listens. I'm Tristan. i um, pro-democracy. My district producer. Cover all the pro-democracy podcasts. Glenn Kirshner, Because Justice Matters. Politics Girl. Brian Tyler Cohen. And Michael Cohen. And Tony Michaels. And legal AF, of course, and the Weekend Show, and and and. Oxford, at Berkeley, honors graduate, type of medical university as well, and worked State Department under the Clinton administration.
1: State. It's always projection with them. The deep state, the deep state, the deep state. Now, Durham and Bill Barr, Donald Trump are the swamp. They are the deep state. Yeah, we knew that. This reporting yesterday of the investigation of Durham. Find the corruption in in the 2016 Russian collusion to prove that Hillary Clinton was the one who colluded with Russia and only under uncovered crimes that Trump had committed. And of course, of course, in true, swampy, deep state fashion, Bill Barr covers it up. Now he's gonna be out on his circuit selling his book, and the media's gonna let him let him come over and lie to him on camera. Say no, no. See, you're misinterpreting the facts. The reason why I did this is because of the blah 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 gagging, <laughs> shagging, more Santos type bullshit. Listen, folks, I've been telling you this a long since, since we knew about George Santos. He came on the national. Of being the liars of all the liars of the liars. He's not He's just a Republican. He, he is just fucking Republican.
7: another Republican.
1: They don't no, the fuck about the truth. One of the reasons why because their entire party has been taken over by people with no conscience whatsoever. have at one time, but he does not anymore. All the people out there are like, oh, oh well, I really- was some sort of scary, scary Muslim, as if Muslims are scary in the first place. As if we can't in this country have a Muslim president. Or, or a president who grew up as a Muslim. What in the fuck is wrong with you people? As if that inherently makes you fucking scary. But he had a scary name and he had the scary skin color and the scary religion. John McCain said no, he's He's not a terrorist. He's not. He reached the bar. I mean, it's a low bar, but it's high for fucking them they reach. But he ultimately picked Sarah Palin, who we know (laughs) is not born with a conscience. I mean, maybe she was, but it would be hard for her to prove that. Fucking scumbag. John McCain picked her. Why do you think, why do you think Barack Obama became first president in the first place? He had a message, he had a national narrative, he was a transformative figure. Ultimately, John McCain sold out his conscience by picking her. And at the time, in 2008, part of the country was like, eh, you know just need people who reach the bar of decency, right? Like, I'm okay with my politicians being a little corrupt, but goddamn. Goddamn. On and on it went, and further and further down this fucking trash heap we got. Which delivered us the technicality win, Donald Trump, which put him in power for four fucking years. The ability to destroy our fucking institutions. Our institutions. It's our government. It is fucking ours. It's not big government or small government or scary government. Corrupt government. It is us. Do not let them steal that away from us. They, They do it every motherfucking day. They try to steal away our fucking sovereignty of our government. Government... Is uh, It's the people. God damn it. They steal it away. He stole it away for four fucking years. And he keeps stealing it away by mind-fucking his cult members. They're not going to stop. If you, think, if you think these people who have no decency, no conscience, they have no humanity built inside and operate on just a simple level of decent humanity. If you think those people are going to stop now, they're just going to be like, you know what? I... Oh, man, liberal democracy wins. Gosh darn it. No. They're hell-bent. on destroying the thing that is their enemy. It's the truth. Democracy and it's you, the people. And it's your voice. At what? Their enemy. And that is why Donald Trump directed Bill Barr and Bill Barr directed Durham to kill your voice. Because your voice said in 2016 even if he wins on a technicality, Hillary Clinton still won by 3 million votes. The country wanted her. Can't have that kind of fucking truth. They can't have that kind of fucking truth. So much so that they're willing to go on a witch hunt, charge people with fraudulent fucking prosecutions, finding legitimate crimes that the guy who directed the fucking investigation was committing. Through deep state swampy fashion, these fucking vile pieces of shit, make sure to cover that shit up. We wonder why so many people are fucking pissed off in this country. We're not fucking divided down the middle. It's It's just bullshit. Somehow 50 50.
6: Get the
1: fuck out of here with that nonsense. Half the country is not part of the cult. It's just heavily concentrated in areas. And really, honestly, I've been talking about it for several months, especially after the midterms, the 2022 midterms. It's all about affiliation in the first place. They don't fucking know their head from their ass let alone what the truth is, in these circles where they don't have opinions, they have beliefs. That's right. I said it. Your opinion on guns isn't an opinion. It's a belief. Your opinion on the LGBTQ community is not an opinion. It's belief. Opinions are based in fact. You do not get to come to the negotiating table with us, the people, the government, with your beliefs. You have to form some sort of an opinion based on fact, not just what your feely feels telling you. Oh man, I I get really weirded out, and I feel really weird when I know that there's gay people, <laughs> and I'm a snowflake, and I can't handle other people who they love. So. I'm gonna say that it's my opinion that they shouldn't they shouldn't have rights. That's not an opinion. That's your belief built inside a delusional, mind fucked, alternate reality that has no basis in fact. You, motherfucker, who has a belief, not an opinion, until you form an opinion based on facts, you do not you do not to negotiate how our society sets policy. Ron DeSantis, you motherfucker. Canceling, canceling college prep African-American studies in the state of Florida. An elective course for dual credit, for advanced education, for people who want to know the truth, who are seeking the truth through education, which is the purpose of fucking learning and education in the first place. And they can't have that. they got to cancel it. Cancel culture. i pissed off this morning. you goddamn right. I'm pissed off, and the country. I'm telling you, the country is going to be really pissed off. Uh, this tape: the five police officers who have been charged in the murder, Tyree Nichols in Memphis, is going to be released. An um, interview with Don Lemon and the. Uh, police in Memphis. She's basically bracing the country that you thought George Floyd murder tape for Derek Chauvin showed no fucking, no fucking humanity. Stripped George Floyd of all, all of his humanity. Killed him, murdered him in front of people and cameras because he knew he could. That sickens you? A brutal, brutal, brutal video. And it's gonna be all over the internet. You know my view of it. And a lot of people are gonna say, don't look at it, don't watch it, and I know the family doesn't want you to watch it. And people are gonna be marching in the streets over this. And I have a feeling. Woohoo buddy, do I have a feeling? And there's gonna be fucking fake-ass agitators out there trying to make protesters. We're trying to keep black people and people of color, especially black men in this country, safe from law enforcement murdering them. I don't give a fuck what, what race, what community the police officer's from. The entire institution of law enforcement in this country is built. The foundation is white supremacy. And if you don't know that, if you think if you don't know that, if you don't know that, then you're part of the cult. You're part of the fucking cult. Are there good cops out there? <laughs> Few and far between. They got they, they got a high bar to reach to get there. Goddamn sure. And the right wing media is going to use the race of these five officers, because all these officers are black men. And oh well, see, it's not white people killing. White cops killing black young black men. Who gives a fuck who's murdering them and what race they are? Got the fucking badge on. Don't you understand? We we've been through this time and time again. You motherfuckers turned Colin Kaepernick's protest into a protest of the flag and the military when it's exactly this murder of Tyree Nichols. Colin Kaepernick, protesting. Colin Kaepernick wasn't taking a knee against white people. He was taking a knee against the authoritarian law enforcement agencies in this country, the entire institution of law enforcement, that is based on the foundation of white supremacy and racist institutions. It doesn't fucking matter what the officer's name is, what their race is, what their background is that they come from. That's the whole point. The institution, some motherfucker, and that's why he was kneeling. No justice, no peace. Jesus Christ, we just had Martin Luther King Day. And on this show... Days in the coming weeks. At this video, Kyrie Nichols being murdered, beaten to death by five police officers. Doesn't matter who is behind the badge, folks. Badge, what the representation is. murdering, murdering black men, young black men. Watched it with George Floyd, and we're going to see it again. You should watch it. I know you don't want to. You know the family probably doesn't want it, want you to see it. A lot of people not going to want to watch it. No justice, no peace. You seek peace by not watching what happened to Tyree Nichols, because I haven't seen it. I'm going to watch every fucking second of it over and over and over again. I will not be peaceful on this video. I will not look away. And the country shouldn't either. And it's going to be hard to watch it. It's not going to be easy. It won't be easy. For individuals, not for groups, not for the country. It's going to sicken you. Commentary that's going to come from the right. Irie Nichols. They're going to pause it. They're going to zoom in. They're going to nitpick the video to death of why he deserved to be murdered. They're going to do it. They're gonna fucking do it. And they're gonna do the whole well, these are five black police officers. It doesn't fucking matter. No justice. No peace. The country should not be peaceful. This video is released. Not watching it. We need to get uncomfortable. I'm, ta- I'm talking about you, white people. You, you need to get fucking uncomfortable. Really uncomfortable. And you need you need to seek that uncomfort And talk. To people of color. Talk to them, not just talk at them. Listen them about their experience. Listen to why I read Nichols' life fucking matters. Open your fucking ears. Open your brain. Give Tyree Nichols justice, not just in the court system. But it's going to be a long time. It's going to be a long, hard battle. These five police officers who murdered Tyre Nichols. Give them justice. Lending your ear and listening to their experience and Tyre Nichols' experience. There's a video going around of Tyre Nichols' skateboard. It's heartbreaking for the family that you don't have the ability to gain any more memories, Diary Nicholson. There are families out there today who will suffer the same fate. We just want to be comfortable. If we just, look, we just want to have peace. We don't want to have this conversation. It's a tough conversation to have. Talk about our institutional racism in this country. No, it's not. It is not a difficult conversation. Because all you have to do is listen. Just listen. You're just damn lucky they don't want revenge. They love this country. of color in this country are the most patriotic there are. They love this country. They fight for this fucking country. They serve this country. So many forms and fashions. Military. Public service. They get up every fucking morning to their 9-to-5 jobs. Some of their broken communities. Work their asses off to make something of themselves in this country, to make something for their family in this country. You don't think that service us as a society, then you're lost. I don't fear the no peace vigilant, because there will be lies and there will be misinformation out there, and we have to smash it with the truth. Every single moment when this tape is released, we have to smash it with truth. Just remember, as this tape is released, I'm telling you, go listen and read Dr. King's letter from the Birmingham jail if you're white you believe that black lives matter you believe in equity and equality and you want to use your white white privilege to smash and kill white privilege in this country once and for all it's going to take a lot of work it ain't going to happen overnight read that letter so oh, what "no justice, no peace" means. Listen to their words. Listen to their experience.
2: Let's do justice
1: to not just Tyree Nichols, to the hundreds people of color of murdered. Enforcement in this country. Let's do the injustice. Maybe the families will have peace. Everyone, stick around. We'll be right back.
2: We'll be right back. Mark, 60 seconds. This is the Tony Michaels Podcast.
7: Are you numb and alone after storming the Capitol? Have you been left out in the cold after stealing Nancy Pelosi's mail? Do you feel exposed to a government that doesn't share your patriotic values? If any of these describe you, then you're in luck. Hi, I'm Paul Gosar, and thanks to my new product, hard and Blanket, I've got you covered. Heart and Blanket specifically works to make you feel safe and cozy after your involvement on January 6th. And if you're one of the other members of Congress who also helped with the attempted coup, pardon blanket will protect you, too. Pardon blanket is made of a sort of soft fleece and a layer of sheep's wool. And they're 100% made in the USA. Don't delay and get your pardon blanket today for just $99.99. Actual pardon's not guaranteed.
2: Jumping back into it, this is the Tony Michaels Podcast.
1: Welcome back to the show. Come kind of to my defense, uh, the uh, Paul Pelosi I don't know if we'll have time to watch it today or not. I'm trying to get. it. We got the bonehead of the week. It is Friday. Second hour of the show. We will have bonehead of the week. So we'll see if we can get to. Pelosi video again I'm not sure if we will will get there Now I know people are, are saying in the chat that this tape was released um, and, and I, I I've got got it if um, um, I got the I got the uh, links and stuff but I, I don't know if we'll get to it today or not we do have phone end of the week um, and there's a few things that I do want to get to before that so uh, we may or may not get to that videotape uh, there's going to be a lot of videotape being talked about today I guess and um, so we'll see if, uh, you know, what comes out of the, the videotape. Uh, someone's asking on, on Twitch, is this live? Well, now you know. <laughs> yeah, it's live. Subscribe. Or like as follows, whatever the hell it is. It's free. It's free. And, and, and speaking of that, well, I want to thank everyone who has gone over to Patreon, supported me on Patreon. It's... Been a, um, this, this is great. I, I can't believe the support. Just by mentioning it a few times here on the show, uh, you know, we don't get, we don't actually get paid by George Soros. It's a joke we make. We don't actually. It's some sort of fucking liberal George Soros cabal check. It's Not a thing that we get. Um, you know, I, I don't get the Antifa payment that I joke about here. So we are independent media, and this does take time. And it does take away from, I don't know, other money-making ventures. So if you can show support, that's great. And you guys have with Patreon. Um, it's been fantastic. Uh, I haven't done Patreon um, for n- numerous reasons, but I should have done it months and months ago. Uh, because more than anything, it just gives you guys the ability to support the show. Uh, so if you go to Patreon, there's, there's four levels. There's three But uh, of course I can't can't do anything without, you know, getting around a bit. But here's the thing. Is that for five dollars you just your general support. You know, that that's wonderful. And a lot of people have done just general support. Because you know the show is free. It gets free for you to watch and I don't gate any of the content. I, I, at this point I don't have plans to gate the show. I want this two hour show. I want it to be three hours, really. I want it gated forever. I want you to be able to listen to this show for free, for as long as I'm doing it. I don't want you to have to pay to get this show. So the $5 is just for general support. If you come here every day and you're listening and you enjoy the content and you want us to keep doing it, keep producing it, it's just general support. The second level $10, you actually get a special promo code for the for the merch store at dtonymichael.com, dtonymichael.com, the merch store there. So you get a and you can also find the Patreon link at thetonymichael.com, or you can go to Patreon slash thetonymichael. Moderators, who surely have put it in the, uh, the, the chat already. But just, just, just go to thetonymichael.com, and you can find the merch store there and the Patreon. But the third level is $20, and you get, the, you get all the stuff you get in the first level, your general support, you get the promo code for the merch, but you also get a shout-out. I'm trying to figure out exactly how I want to do this shout-out. I'm trying to figure that out. I, I, I and I got to figure it out pretty damn quick and I get <laughs> I've got a lot of I got a lot of people building up here that I got to do a shout out to. Um, so, but I do want to give a collective shout out to everyone. I want to thank you because you are the best audience in the world. Truly, you are. You come here every day. It keeps getting bigger and bigger and wider and wider. Audience across platforms, I'm trying to get to twenty thousand on YouTube. Well, that would be another favor I ask. Is come over and subscribe on YouTube, even if you're listening somewhere else, whether you're downloading it on Apple, Spotify, Google, on the audio version, you're watching it on Twitter, at Tony Michaels Pod, or if you're watching it on my such Touch Facebook page or my Facebook page, at the Tony Michael, or you're on Twitch right now, it is live, it is live, if you're on Twitch, um, come over to the YouTube channel, and do me that favor, go over, subscribe, and, and share it, share it with everyone on every platform. Whatever platform people want to watch it on, share the show. We've got to get the message out. We've got to get the narrative down. We have to do this. This is crucial. Uh, that's how we're going to beat this deep shit state. Um, swamp. Well, that is Trumpism. The America First Nazi Party. party who has no conscience.
2: At all.
1: At all. At none. It, uh, they'll prove it out this weekend. Oh, my God. Paul Pelosi tape, eh, and people are saying it's bad. Uh, I, I don't know, and I haven't seen that tape yet either, but I'm sure it's horrible, but it's probably worse than you can imagine, this Paul Pelosi tape, and with this fucking chewing on my assassination nut, breaking into uh, Nancy Pelosi's house and trying to kill her and Paul Pelosi, because he's mind-fucked by Facebook mind-fucked-by-the-horse-paced group on Facebook, or Donald Trump himself. QAnon nuts. It's a QAnon world. We're just living in it, folks, and it's fucking crazy. We are at the intersection of WrestleMania in real life, as I say. And I'm sure this Paul Pelosi video is going to bring light to that, but they're going to be scumbags. America first Nazis are going to, oh boy, they're going to, this tape is only going to send more conspiracy theories that are going to be obviously fucking bullshit. Obvious fucking bullshit. We watched yesterday the Cheeto Dust June honor himself, a five minute rant about how he's guilty and projecting his guilt on everyone else. Now we know why he did that yesterday with the 2016 collusion, because he knew the news was going to drop. And he committed crimes in Italy, and that's the only crime committed. No shit, Sherlock. This is not difficult. Easier than a dot-to-dot. Dot. A, B, C, D e is easier than that. Very easy to see. Beautiful. Oh boy. It's Friday. Phone ten the week. haven't been here with us on Friday. Every single Friday, here's what we do. We have a segment called Bonehead of the Week. We put the poll out the night before. You vote. You decide for Bonehead of the Week. And then on Friday, me and my co-host, Keith Sanchez, break it down. Right now, he is working on the graphics. So that's why on Friday, you know, because normally, the first 30 minutes,
5: I do my little A
1: black. I do my rant. Sometimes I get off on a tangent. Sometimes I uh, every no, every single time. <laughs> if you've been here more than once, you know that oh I could I could probably do three hours of that. I, 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 I maybe two and a half. Um, I could just keep railing on these son of a bitches. I get fucking pissed. I get pissed off. When I when I watch what they've done to our government, our democracy, to our sovereign country, what they want to do with it. Jesus Christ. They give a battalion of tanks to Ukraine. We make sure that Ukraine has a battalion, thirty one tanks. In the grand scheme of things, is it gonna help Ukraine? Absolutely. Do they need them? Fucking for sure. It's gonna save probably hundreds if not thousands of civilians' lives in Ukraine, smashing up the, the Russian army. Murderous dictator Vladimir Putin, it's been almost a year now. He was supposed to win this in like three hours. You remember that? He's just going to march in, and Ukraine's going, oh yeah, you shit, you're here, we might as well give it up to you. Vladimir Putin, that murderous fucking dictator, Trump's buddy, person he colluded with, John Durham used the deep shit state swamp to try to project Trump's collusion to Hillary, and it was unsuccessful because it wasn't true, not how it happens normally. That motherfucker, almost a year ago, decided to try to steal away the sovereignty of Ukraine's democracy. He thought they were just going to be like, oh, yeah, sure, fuck democracy. We want a dictator. That's what we want. And they didn't. Here here was Putin's bet, really. He was like, ah, these people think their democracy's corrupt, and, and democracy's not worth fighting for because it is corrupt. So they'll come over to the dark side. That's what he thought. He thought they'd just lay down. Thought Zelensky would pack his shit and leave. That, he was like, man, that shit ain't worth fighting for. It. He figured Zelensky's campaign against the corruption inside of their democracy wasn't real. He wouldn't fight for the democracy that he that he promised uncorrupt in his presidential campaign. He was wrong. He was dead wrong. There's a fucking reason for that, folks. Liberty is a hell of a drug. Even just the thought, the hope of liberty is a hell of a drug. It's a hell of a drug. Bands people together. Gets them to fight united. That's what it does. And there's clips out of Russia. It shows what happens to a population when it's under authoritarian rule. And they have no control no control over the authoritarians. When Russia are fucking besides themselves, can't believe it. it's been over a year. They were told, ah, fuck, Ukraine wants to be part of Russia. The Russian army is getting fucking crushed. The world is standing behind democracy. The collective as a whole, the liberal democracies of the world are standing behind democracy. Mm, who thought that would happen? We didn't count on that. That's authoritarian.
0: Hey there. Guten Morgen. It is 4.20 in the morning. I'm going to play some something to scare off the bad cats. Judge just took millions of dollars from Unlock Trump's bank account. Unlock
2: lightning fast Wi-Fi speeds from your home internet anywhere in your house in under six seconds. This extra button on the back of your Wi-Fi router isn't what you think it is. By pressing it for five seconds, it resets
3: the... So one of the most
4: common complaints, totally without any backing, of course, but one of the most common complaints from old Donnie and his legal team and all of his supporters is that the federal justice system is rigged against them. Whether we're talking about the judges or the DOJ, the prosecutors, everything is unfair Who to Trump. That and it's that's why against he losing all of these cases and his allies keep losing all of these cases. When in reality, what we've learned, of course, over years, but even in the last day or so, is that the system, if anything, has bent itself backwards to be unfairly, In the camp of Trump, in an effort to appear unbiased, they bent over backwards to give Trump an unfair benefit of the doubt. And that's led to some issues. So I want to talk a bit about that today. His team freaking out. Also some more revelations from last night. But get into the meat of the story, which is that Donald Trump just took a massive defeat. Because despite all of his whining, despite all of his complaining, despite the fact that the system has so often unfairly benefited Trump, not targeted him, benefited him. He just took a massive defeat in federal court that's cost him millions upon millions of dollars. It's not even connected to any of the other stories we've been talking about, like Letitia James. It is wholly different. No one's talking about it, but Donald Trump just lost a whole whack of money, and he is
1: furious.
5: Let's start with his lawyers freaking out.
1: Sarkis, this reminds me of Pennsylvania,
3: In 2020,
5: uh, ma'am. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. I was just thinking that. I was listening to your guest, uh, Shelby Bush. They've been doing a great job out in Arizona. Her work continues. You know, the book covers the early days immediately following the 2020 election uh, through the 2021 election. And then her work has continued on. And they're seeing the same trend, only it's getting worse. It's getting more obvious. I mean, Carrie Lake's race is, in my opinion, it is proof that the election was stolen to the point that, your poll shows that 91 percent of the people believe Arizona was stolen. We didn't have that kind of support and belief right after 2020 because the media had done this blitz media campaign trying to convince everybody that this was the most secure election ever. So I think Carrie Lake's race really solidified for people who may have questioned or were doubted. Uh, now they go, oh, yeah, OK, we have a problem with our elections now.
1: Why have they not let us, why, why were we not able to get signature verification into this into this lawsuit? I mean, maybe now, and I'll ask you this after the break. By the way, we've got Tiffany Justice on deck uh, from Moms for Liberty. Um, why has it been so difficult getting the signature verification into this case in Arizona and into these other cases, ma'am?
5: Because it's a legitimate issue, and we have a chronically impotent judicial system. I mean, Republican judges, not just Republican judges, the Republican Party for the last 40 years has become the party of cowards, and the judges that cowards appoint are also cowards and don't want to take up real issues that crazy leftists don't like. And the signature verification issue is a very real problem that they don't want to have to deal with, in my opinion. I mean, that's what we're seeing. Judges are scared.
4: So you could see the stage being set. Like, they're talking about Lake here, but it's really about all the broad challenges Trump has brought. Either offensive challenges to try and overturn results or defensive results in court. And Bannon is asking, you know, why do we keep losing in court? And, of course, the correct answer is we're losing because we don't have the facts on our side. Whether it was Bannon's personal cases or the cases brought by Trump cronies or Trump himself, Trump's legal team, they lose because the cases are bad. Like, they, they've they lost all all of them almost, except for... The Cannon case, they lost literally 60, 70 cases on the Trump side alone because the cases are bad. But their argument is, oh, the judges, Democrat judges, Democratic prosecutors, even Republicans, they're all corrupt and cowards and afraid of angering the radical left. And what we just learned last night, we have to come back to this, we talked a bit about this, is that the system protected Trump at all costs. We remember we heard the story how during the, the Durham investigation, they actually dug up dirt on Trump. And despite that, they really buried it. They had the opportunity to actually bring a real case against Trump with real evidence. But the Trump-led DOJ, the system that Trump called corrupt against him, weaponized corruption to protect him.
6: I am so pleased to be joined by former FBI general counsel and senior member of Robert Mueller's special counsel team that investigated the Russian interference in the 2016 election, the great Andrew Weissman. Thanks for being here tonight. So great to be here. I I had to. I mean, just pick my jaw up off the floor after reading this piece. What was your initial reaction to this?
3: Well, first I reacted to it in terms of the journalism. Yeah. It, this is the A-plus team at the New York Times. It is that people have not read it. They really need to. It's beautifully sourced and beautifully written. Um, and you know if it's this team, it's they will have kicked all of the tires. So it was my first reaction. Um, I wasn't surprised to read about Barr. Um, I, in part, lived through yeah. his actions, um, and, and we were the victims of, of his actions. So that didn't surprise me. It was To me, it was more of the same on that. I was surprised by the various revelations, the, the fact that there were not one, but three prosecutors who resigned, the reasons for their resignations, which you surmised, mm-hmm. but did not know. And then, as you pointed out, the Italy piece was beyond shocking. Um, and that the sort of leaving it out there that this was really wrongdoing that was being investigated related to the FBI when it was actually Donald Trump and then to give it to Durham yeah. with no sort of public disclosure about this is just a sign of, um, you know, with a House
2: Republicans called weaponization of the <laughs> Department <laughs>
3: of Justice. I mean, are they going to look at this? I mean, this entire article is exhibit A to how the Department of Justice was run by Bill Barr and Donald Trump. And they saw no separation between the political sphere and the Department of Justice. Whatever you can say about Merrick Garland, that is not his fault. Yeah. I mean, he is independent. So this is a really good example of exactly what can go wrong when the Department of Justice is weaponized, um, which is something that happened in the prior administration. There's no evidence that's happening now.
6: Uh, To go back to what you're talking about, for for those who don't recall, there was a moment when it became clear that there was a criminal investigation happening in the context of this Durham probe. As we find out today in The New York Times, the criminal investigation wasn't into the intelligence community or agents, it was into Donald Trump. And yet when the news broke about just the criminal aspect of all this, most people thought that meant that there had been wrongdoing at one of the agencies. And Bill Barr chose to not clear that up. Well, absolutely, because um,
3: we all knew what the purview was for John Durham. So that if John Durham was looking at it, you knew it had to be within that Scope and he did nothing to correct that. And do, do you really sitting here think that John Durham and Bill Barr did a thorough assessment of that? It's not like they looked for it. This was the Italian government, according to the reporting, that gave them this tip. And it was apparently so convincing that they couldn't ignore it. But does anyone really think that this was investigated thoroughly? I mean, when I was at the Mueller investigation, we would have loved to have that information. You're like, I know some investigators who would have used that.
6: Exactly. Are we ever going to find I mean, first of all, this this the Durham probe is not over yet. I mean are we ever going to find out what that criminal investigation was? Is there someone else at the DOJ could, who could take it over? I mean, given the fact that these guys were so reluctant to do anything that was damaging to Trump, the fact that they felt it was necessary to investigate this suggests that it's something fairly significant in the way of criminal
3: wrongdoing. Yeah, so it doesn't fit within any of this, that we, you know, the multiple special counsels that we currently have. Um, you know, stay tuned. There you know, could be more. But right now, it doesn't fit within the purview of what Jack Smith has or Rob Herr. Um But you could imagine that with this reporting that Merrick Garland or Lisa Monaco are going to be really curious. So you
4: can see that, right? It, it is shocking, right? We remember, we talked about this last night. They went to Italy and they they said, hey, you got any dirt on on our our, our political enemies, on Democrats or whatever that are trying to tar and feather us with Russia? And uh, Italy, of course, was like, no, because that's BS. But actually, the one real thing we do have, the one real tip we do have, Italian police, Italian officials, was like, hey, we got some stuff on potential Trump financial crimes. And they were like, okay, we'll look into it. And then ultimately, they did nothing. And not only did they do nothing, which maybe is fair... If the investigation didn't lead anywhere substantive, but in actuality, what happened is not only did they do nothing, they left it with the guy that, didn't, that, that wasn't responsible for it, shouldn't have been responsible for it, and they never said anything about it. They never came out and said, the president is under investigation. They never said, we have suspicions that the president did something wrong. Ultimately, the suspicions led nowhere, but we launched an investigation into him, which they should do. This is all signs that the system has bent over backwards for Trump, which leads us into why it matters today. We have to remember this. Donald Trump and his team want you to believe, and they've said this so much, it's another big lie, that their supporters have no choice but to believe it, because, because it's all they hear on the right-wing media you know, echo chamber, is that the system is rigged against Trump. But what I've just established is that the system is over-fair to Trump. Every step of the way, this man belongs behind bars, he should have been locked up years ago, and the system has protected him. And so when he actually takes a loss, they flip out into overdrive, but it's based 100% on fact. And Donald Trump just lost a massive case today, yet again losing his legal immunity argument. And this decision, even if he ultimately doesn't lose the cases coming forward as a result of it, will rip millions upon millions of dollars from Donald Trump's bank account. This judge's move has just taken millions from Trump, and he hasn't even felt the full consequences yet. It says here, Donald Trump's attempt to get a civil suit filed by Capitol police officers who were brutalized by insurrectionists on J6 to be dismissed as failed and will proceed. According to a report from Bloomberg, District Judge Amit Mehta, another federal judge from the system that is actually overfair to Trump, but actually did it right here, poured cold water on the former president's bid to get out from under the lawsuit by claiming presidential immunity. The report states, The argument raised by Trump and other defendants were in large part duplicative of those the court already considered and addressed in a previous civil suit against the former president, Mehta uh, wrote. In that case, he ruled that Trump's speech at a rally preceding the riot went beyond protection afforded by the First Amendment and those shielding presidents from civil liability Liability. While in office, a large part of the case hinges on the former president's exhortation to his followers to fight like hell, which is believed to have encouraged the violence that forced lawmakers to flee for their lives following a Stop the Steal rally. With Bloomberg adding, During the attack, 140 police officers were assaulted and rioters caused more than $2 million in property damage. The case brought by the Capitol police officer stands apart because of the long list of 20 defendants, Mehta wrote. So this is a big case. And again, All that happened right now so far is that Meta said the case can go forward, in addition to him doing this in previous cases, where people have sued Donald Trump, and he's tried to argue two things. One, he's protected under the First Amendment, so the case should be dismissed, and also he's protected because at the time of the speech he was president and therefore has immunity. And Meta, in both that case and the one today, has said, no, that's not true, you have more than enough evidence to go to trial against Trump. And the thing is, guys, if he loses, this could wrest hundreds of millions from him. When you add up all the medical bills and all the damages and the fact that these 20 officers might not be all the officers, and there's an unlimited amount of people that might sue him for what he did on that day, the damages caused on that day in civil court. But even if he wins, he's just lost millions. To fight these cases, the years of legal battle, the high-profile battles, all of it's going to cost so much. So Meta, in doing his job here, just wrested millions from Trump's bank account in legal fees alone. Trump can complain about the justice system, but as we know, it's over fair to him. But even that can't stop such a brilliant case going forward to take this SOB's money.
0: That's it. Oh, okay. Here comes Tony Michaels podcast Oh, yeah. Bill Barr and Trump are the deep state swamp. The Tony Michaels podcast. So thanks for listening. Thanks for a billion listens. I'm Tristan. i um, pro-democracy. My district producer. Cover all the pro-democracy podcasts. Glenn Kirshner, Because Justice Matters. Politics Girl. Brian Tyler Cohen. And Michael Cohen. And Tony Michaels. And legal AF, of course, and the Weekend Show, and and and. Oxford, at Berkeley, honors graduate, type of medical university as well, and worked State Department under the Clinton administration.
1: State. It's always projection with them. The deep state, the deep state, the deep state. Now, Durham and Bill Barr, Donald Trump are the swamp. They are the deep state. Yeah, we knew that. This reporting yesterday of the investigation of Durham. Find the corruption in in the 2016 Russian collusion to prove that Hillary Clinton was the one who colluded with Russia, and only under uncovered crimes that Trump had committed. And of course, of course, in true swampy deep state fashion, Bill Barr covers it up. Now he's going to be out on his circuit selling his book, and the media is going to let him. Let him come over and lie to him on camera. Say, no, no, See, you're misinterpreting the facts. The reason why I did this is because of the blah, 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 I can't eat more Santos-type bullshit. <laughs> Listen, folks, I've been telling you this for long since, since we knew about George Santos. He came on the national... Of being the liars of all the liars of the liars, not just a Republican. He, he is just fucking Republican.
7: another Republican. They don't no, give a
1: fuck about the truth. One of the reasons why, because their entire party has been taken over by people with no conscience whatsoever. With some sort of scary, scary Muslim, as if Muslims are scary in the first place, as if we can't in this country have a Muslim president or, or a president who grew up as a Muslim. What in the fuck is wrong with you people? As if that inherently makes you fucking scary, but he had a scary name and he had the scary skin color and a scary religion. John McCain said, No, he's not a he's not a terrorist. He's not. He reached the bar. A, I mean, it's a low bar, but it's high for fucking them they reach. But he ultimately picked Sarah Palin. Who we know <laughs> is not born with a conscience. I mean maybe she was, but it'd be hard for her to prove. Fucking scumbag. John McCain picked her. Why do you think, why do you think Barack Obama became first president in the first place? He had a message, he had a national narrative, he was a transformative figure. Ultimately, John McCain sold out his conscience by picking her. And at the time in 2008, part of the country was like, eh, you know just need people who reach the bar of decency, right? Like, I'm okay with my politicians being a little corrupt, but goddamn. Goddamn. On and on it went, and further and further down this fucking trash heap we got. Which delivered us the technicality win, Donald Trump, which put him in power for four fucking years. The ability to destroy our fucking institutions, our institutions, and our government. It is fucking ours. It's not big government or small government or scary government, corrupt government. It is us. Do not let them steal that away from us. They, they, they do it every motherfucking day. They try to steal away our fucking sovereignty of our government. Government... Is uh, It's the people. God damn it. They steal it away. He stole it away for four fucking years. And he keeps stealing it away by mind-fucking his cult members. They're not going to stop. If you, think, if you think these people who have no decency, no conscience, they have no humanity built inside and operate on just a simple level of decent humanity. If you think those people are going to stop now, they're just going to be like, you know what? I... Oh, man, liberal democracy wins. Gosh darn it. No. They're hell-bent. on destroying the thing that is their enemy. It's the truth. Democracy, and it's you, the people. And it's your voice. At what? Their enemy. And that is why Donald Trump directed Bill Barr and Bill Barr directed Durham to kill your voice. Because your voice said in 2016 even if he wins on a technicality, Hillary Clinton still won by 3 million votes. The country wanted her. They can't have that kind of fucking truth. They can't have that kind of fucking truth. So much so that they're willing to go on a witch hunt, charge people with fraudulent fucking prosecutions, finding legitimate crimes that the guy who directed the fucking investigation was committing. true deep state swampy fashion these fucking bio pieces of shit make sure to cover that shit up we wonder why so many people are fucking pissed off in this country Fuck, we're not fucking divided down the middle it's just, it's just bullshit somehow 50-50.
6: Get the
1: fuck out of here with that nonsense. Half the country is not part of the cult. It's just heavily concentrated in areas. And really honestly, I've been talking about it for several months, especially after the midterms, the 2022 midterms. It's all about affiliation in the first place. They don't fucking know that their head from their ass let alone what the truth is, in these circles where they don't have opinions, they have beliefs. That's right. I said it. Your opinion on guns isn't an opinion. It's a belief. Your opinion on the LGBTQ community is not an opinion. It's belief. Opinions are based in fact. You do not get to come to the negotiating table with us, the people, the government, with your beliefs. You have to form some sort of an opinion based on fact. Not just what your feely feels tell you. Oh, man. I I get really weirded out and I feel really weird when I know that there's gay people (laughs) and I'm a snowflake and I can't handle other people's Who they love. So I'm gonna say that it's my opinion that they shouldn't, they shouldn't have rights. That's not an opinion. That's your belief built inside a delusional, mind fucked, alternate reality that has no basis in fact. You, motherfucker, who has a belief, not an opinion. Until you form an opinion based on facts, you do not, you do not, get to negotiate how our society sets policy. Ron DeSantis, you motherfucker, canceling, canceling college prep African-American studies in the state of Florida. An elective course for dual credit, for advanced education, for people who want to know the truth, who are seeking the truth through education, which is the purpose of fucking learning and education in the first place. They can't have that. They gotta cancel it. Cancel culture. Am I pissed off this morning? You're goddamn right I'm pissed off. And the country, I'm telling you, the country's gonna be really pissed off. Uh, this tape, the five police officers. have been charged in the murder, Tyree Nichols in Memphis is going to be released in an interview with Don Lemon and the uh, chief of police in Memphis, she's basically bracing the country that you thought George Floyd murder tape for Derek Chauvin showed no fucking, no fucking humanity, stripped George Floyd of all, all of his humanity. Killed him, murdered him in front of people and cameras, because he knew he could. If that sickens you, you're, uh, wait. This is supposed to be a brutal, brutal, brutal video, and it's going to be all over the internet. You know my view of and a lot of people are going to say, don't look at it, don't watch it. And I know the family doesn't want you to watch it. And people are going to be marching in the streets over this. And I have a feeling. Woo buddy, do I have a feeling? And there's going to be fucking fake-ass agitators out there trying to make protesters. We're trying to keep black people and people of color, especially black men in this country, safe from law enforcement murdering them. I don't give a fuck what, what race. The police officers from the entire institution of law enforcement in this country is built. The foundation is white supremacy. And if you don't know that, if you <laughs> if you don't know that, if you don't know that, then you're part of the cult. You're part of the fucking cult. Are there good cops out there? <laughs> Few and far between. They got they, they got a high bar to reach to get there. Goddamn sure. And the right-wing media is going to use the race of these five officers because all these officers are black men. And, oh, well, see, it's not white people killing, white cops killing black, young black men. Who gives a fuck who's murdering them and what race they are? got the fucking badge on. Don't you understand? We, we've been through this time and time again. You motherfuckers turned... Colin Kaepernick's protest into a protest of the flag in the military when it's exactly this murder of Tyree Nichols. Colin Kaepernick protesting. Colin Kaepernick wasn't taking a knee against white people. He was taking a knee against the authoritarian law enforcement agencies in this country, the entire institution of law enforcement its based the foundation of white supremacy and racist institutions. It doesn't fucking matter what the officer's name is, what their race is, what their background is, the community that they come from. That's the whole point. The institution some motherfuckers, and that's why he was kneeling. No justice, no peace. Jesus Christ, we just had Martin Luther King Day. And on this show, Birmingham jail letter. Coming days, the coming, day, coming weeks, as this video, Kyrie Nichols being murdered, beaten to death by five police officers, doesn't matter who is behind the badge, folks. George Floyd, and we're going to see it again. You should watch it. I know you don't want to. You know the family probably doesn't want it, want you to see it. A lot of people not going to want to watch it. No justice, no peace. If you seek peace by not watching what happened to Tyree Nichols, because I haven't seen it, I'm going to watch every fucking second of it over and over and over again. I will not be peaceful on this video. I will not look away, and the country shouldn't either, and it's going to be hard to watch it. It's not going to be easy. It won't be easy, not for individuals, not for groups, not for the country. going to sicken you. Commentary that's going to come from the right. Irie Nichols. They're going to pause it. They're going to zoom in. They're going to nitpick the video to death of why he deserved to be murdered. They're going to do it. They're going to fucking do it. And they're going to do the whole well. should not be peaceful. This video is released. You shouldn't just be comfortable into not watching it. We need to get uncomfortable. I'm, ta- I'm talking about you, white people. You, you need to get fucking uncomfortable. Really uncomfortable. And you need you need to seek that uncomfort and talk of color. Talk to them. Not just talk at them. Listen to them about their experience. Listen to why I read Nichols' life fucking matters. Open your fucking ears. Open your brain. Give Tyree Nichols justice, not just in the court
3: system, because
1: it's going to be a long time. It's going to be a long, hard battle for these five police officers who murdered Tyree Nichols. Give them justice by lending your ear and listening to their experience, and Tyree Nichols' experience. There's a video going around of Tyree Nichols' skateboard. it's heartbreaking for the family, that you don't have the ability to gain any more memories. Tyree Nichols. There are families out there today who will suffer the same fate. We just want to be comfortable. If we just, look, we just want to have peace. We don't want to have this conversation. It's a tough conversation to have. Talk about our institutional racism in this country. No, it's not. It is not a difficult conversation. Because all you have to do is listen. Just listen. You're just damn lucky they don't want revenge. They love this country. of color in this country are the most patriotic there are. They love this country. They fight for this fucking country. They serve this country. So many forms and fashions. Military. Public service. They get up every fucking morning to their 9-to-5 jobs. Some of their broken communities. They work their asses off to make something of themselves in this country, to make something for their family in this country. If you don't think that service us as a society, then you're lost. I don't fear the no peace vigilant, because there will be lies and there will be misinformation out there, and we have to smash it with the truth. Every single moment when this tape is released, we have to smash it with truth. Just remember, as this tape is released, I'm telling you, go listen and read Dr. King's letter from the Birmingham J. If you're white, you believe that black lives matter, you believe in equity and qu- equality, and you want to use your white, white privilege to smash and kill white privilege in this country, once and for all, it's going to take a lot of work. It ain't going to happen overnight. I'll read that letter. So oh, what "no justice, no peace" means. Listen to their words. Listen to their experience.
2: Let's do justice
1: to not just Tyree Nichols, to the hundreds people of color of murdered. around we'll be right back. Right after
2: this. We'll be right back. Mark. 60 seconds. This is the Tony Michaels podcast.
7: Are you numb and alone after storming the capitol? Have you been left out in the cold after stealing Nancy Pelosi's mail? Do you feel exposed to a government that doesn't share your patriotic values? If any of these describe you, then you're in luck. Hi, I'm Paul Gosar, and thanks to my new product, Hard and Blanket, I've got you covered. Hard and Blanket specifically works to make you feel safe and cozy after your involvement on January 6th. And if you're one of the other members of Congress who also helped with the attempted coup, Hard and Blanket will protect you too. Hard and Blanket is made of a sort of soft fleece and a layer of sheep's wool. And they're 100% made in the USA. Don't delay and get your pardon blanket today for just ninety nine ninety nine. dollars 99 Actual pardons not guaranteed.
2: Jumping back into it, this is the Tony Michaels Podcast. Welcome
1: back to the show. Come to my the uh, Paul Pelosi status. And I don't know if we'll have time to watch it today or not. i trying to get it. We got the phone end of the week. It is Friday. Second hour of the show, we will have phone head of the week. So we'll see if we can get to um, the Paul Pelosi video. And again, I'm not sure if we will will get there. Now, I know people are, are saying in the chat that this tape was released. Um, and and I, I, I've got got it. Um, um, I got the, I got the uh, links and stuff. But I, I don't know if we'll get to it today or not. We do have phone end of the week. Um, and there's a few things that I do want to get to before that. So uh, we may or may not get to that videotape. Uh, there's going to be a lot of videotape being talked about today, I guess. Um, so we'll see if uh, you know what comes out of the, the videotape. Uh, someone's asking on, on Twitch is this line? Now you know. <laughs> yeah, it's live. Subscribe. Or like us, follow us, whatever the hell it is. It's free. It's free. And, and, and speaking of that, well, I want to thank everyone who has gone over to Patreon, supported me on Patreon. It, it's been a... Oh, this, this is great. I, I can't believe the support just by mentioning it a few times here on the show. Uh, you know, we don't get, we don't actually get paid by George Soros. It's a joke we make. We don't actually... <laughs> some sort of fucking liberal George Soros cabal check. It's not a thing that we get um, you know I don't get the Antifa payment that I joke about here. So we are independent media and this does take time and it does take away from I don't know other money making ventures. So if you can show support that's great and you guys have with Patreon um, it's been fantastic. Uh, I haven't done Patreon for numerous reasons, but I should have done it months and months ago, uh, because more than anything, it just gives you guys the ability to support the show. Uh, so if you go to Patreon, there's, there's four levels. There's three that are serious. The other one's kind of a joke. Uh, but uh, of course, I can't can't do anything without you know getting around a bit. Uh, but here's the thing, is that for $5, you just, your general support. So that, that's, wonderful, and a lot of people have done just general support, because you know the show is free. It gets free for you to watch, and I don't gate any of the content. I, I, at this point, I don't have plans to gate the show. I want this two-hour show, I want it to be three hours, really, I want it to be ungated forever. I want you to be able to listen to this show for free for as long as I'm doing it. I don't want you to have to pay to get this show. So the five dollars is just for general support. If you come here every day and you're listening and you enjoy the content and you want us to keep doing it, keep producing it, it's just general support. The second level, ten dollars, you actually get a special promo code for the for the merch store at ejonymichael.com. ejonymichael.com, the merch store there. So you get a, and you can also find the Patreon link at ejonymichael.com, or you can go to Patreon slash dtonymichaels, Moderators surely have put it in the um, the the chat ready. Just 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 go to deep and You can find the merch store there in the Patreon. But the third level is $20 and you get the you get all the stuff you get in the first level, your general support, you get the promo code for the merch, but you also get a shout-out. I'm trying to figure out exactly how I want to do this shout-out. Um, I'm trying to figure that out. I, I, I and I gotta figure it out pretty damn quick. Because I guess <laughs> I've got a lot of I got a lot of people building up here that I got to do a shout out to. But I do want to give a collective shout out to everyone. I want to thank you because you are the best audience in the world. Truly, you are. You come here every day. It keeps getting bigger and bigger and wider and wider audience across platforms. I'm trying to get the 20,000 on YouTube. And that would be another favor I ask is come over and subscribe on YouTube, even if you're listening somewhere else. Whether you're downloading it on Apple, Spotify, Google. On the audio version, you're watching it on Twitter, at Tony Michael's Pod. Or if you're watching it on my Touch Facebook page or my Facebook page, at the Tony Michael's, or you're on Twitch right now. It is live. It is live. If you're on Twitch, um, come over to the YouTube channel. And do me that favor. Go over, subscribe, and and share it. Share it with everyone on every platform. Whatever platform people want to watch it on. Share the show. We've got to get the message out. We've got to get the narrative down. We have to do this. It's crucial. Uh, that's how we're going to beat this deep shit state. Um, swamp. Well, that is Trumpism. The America First Nazi Party. party who has no conscience. At all. At all. At none. Uh, it, uh, they'll prove it out this weekend. Oh, my God. With this Paul Pelosi tape. And people are saying it's bad. Um, I I don't know. I haven't seen that tape yet either, but I'm sure it's horrible. But it's probably worse than you can imagine. This Paul Pelosi tape, and with this fucking chewing on MAGA assassination nut, breaking into uh, Nancy Pelosi's house and trying to kill her and Paul Pelosi because he's mind fucked by Facebook, mind fucked by the horse pace group on Facebook, or Donald Trump himself. QAnon nuts. It's a QAnon world. We're just living in it, folks, and it's fucking crazy. We are at the intersection of WrestleMania in real life, as I say. And I'm sure this Paul Pelosi kind of video is going to bring light to that, but they're going to be scumbags. These America first Nazis are going to, oh, boy, they're going to, this tape is only going to send more conspiracy theories that are going to be obviously fucking bullshit. Obvious fucking bullshit. We watched yesterday the Cheeto Dust human honor himself. A five-minute rant about how he's guilty and projecting his guilt on everyone else. Now we know why he did that yesterday with the 2016 collusion. Because he knew the news was going to drop. And, and he committed crimes in Italy, and that's the only crime committed. No shit, Sherlock. This is not difficult. Easier than a dot to dot. A, B, C, D is easier than that. Very easy to see. Oh boy. It's Friday. Phone of the week. If you haven't been here with us on Friday, every single Friday, here's what we did. We have a segment called Bonehead of the Week. We put the poll out the night before. You vote. You decide for Bonehead of the Week. And then on Friday, me and my co-host, Gabe Sanchez, break it down. Right now, he is working on the graphics. So that's why on Friday, you know, because normally the first 30 minutes, I do my little A-black. I do my rant. Sometimes I get off on a tangent. Sometimes. If you've been here more than once, you know that. Oh, I could I could probably do three hours. Of that. I, I, I I maybe two and a half. Um, I could just be railing on these son of a bitches. I get fucking pissed. I get pissed off when I when I watch what they've done to our government, our democracy our sovereign country, what they want to do with it. Jesus Christ. They give a battalion of tanks to Ukraine. We make sure that Ukraine has a battalion, 31 tanks. In the grand scheme of things, is it going to help Ukraine? Absolutely. Do they need them? Fucking for sure. It's going to save probably hundreds, if not thousands of civilians' lives in Ukraine. It's smashing up the, the Russian army murderous dictator, Vladimir Putin. It's been almost a year now. He was supposed to win this in like three hours. You remember that? He's just going to march in and Ukraine's going, oh yeah, you shit, you're here, we might as well give it up to you. Vladimir Putin, that murderous fucking dictator, Trump's buddy, person he colluded with, John Durham, Trump tried to project Trump's collusion to Hillary, and it was unsuccessful because it wasn't true, it's not how it happens normally, that motherfucker, almost a year ago, decided to try to steal away the sovereignty of Ukraine's democracy. He thought they were just going to be like, oh yeah, sure, fuck democracy, we want a dictator, that's what we want, and they didn't. He begged. Ba- here, here was Putin's bet, really. He was like, ah, these people think their democracy's corrupt, and, and democracy's not worth fighting for because it is corrupt. So they'll come over to the dark side. That's what he thought. He thought they'd just lay down. He thought Zelensky would pack his shit and leave. That, he was like, nah that shit ain't worth fighting for. He figured Zelensky's campaign against the corruption inside of their democracy wasn't real, that he wouldn't fight for the democracy that that he promised uncorrupt in his presidential campaign, he was wrong. He was dead wrong. There's a fucking reason for that, folks. Liberty is a hell of a drug. Even just the thought, the hope of liberty is a hell of a drug. It's a hell of a drug. Bands people together. Gets them to fight united. That's what it does. And there's clips out of Russia. It shows what happens to a population when it's under authoritarian rule. And they have no control. No control over the authoritarian. When Russia fucking decides themselves can't believe it's been over a year. They were told, ah, fuck, Ukraine wants to be part of Russia. The Russian army is getting fucking crushed. The world is standing behind democracy the collective as a whole. Liberal democracies of the world are standing behind democracy. Who thought that would happen? Putin didn't count on that. And that's because authoritarians Based in fact, it's their belief. beliefs, their stupid, delusional, mindfuck belief. Liberals are weak. Liberal democracy is weak. They're fucking dumb. I'm telling you this for months and months and months. understanding what I don't know.